It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that is uh, one way to close a home season and one way to end the regular season. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't have much for that one because it it it, 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 it the season needs to end. It, it, it needs to end. Fortunately for you, you've got Locked On Magic to help you sort through those feelings. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 7th, 2023. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, um, the Orlando Magic sit everybody. Um, they don't sit me. I, I, I go all 82. Uh, I, I'm not Iron Man. We'll talk about the Orlando Magic's 118-94 loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers to close their schedule at the Amway Center, the players who weren't there. We'll talk about the players who were there. And we'll chat a little bit about how awesome you guys were all season uh, at the Amway Center. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team Every day. It was about 4 o'clock, the 4 p.m. injury update, when the news came down quite suddenly. We already knew entering the game that Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Jared Allen were out for the Cleveland Cavaliers. All that was listed on the Magic's injury report throughout the day on Thursday was that Jonathan Isaac would be out with, of course, the hamstring injury that's kept him out. Uh, for a while now, for the hip injury or whatever the injury it is, I don't even remember anymore, um, that's kept him out for a while now. He was the only guy on the injury report. And so suddenly at four, three hours before tip-off, an hour before we were to meet with Jamal Mosley, the entire Magic starting lineup shows up on the injured list. Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Wendell Carter, Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, out for the Magic's final home game. To say I was a little surprised is is certainly true. Um, I, I really did think that the Magic were going to really go for this win and, and and look to kind of build on those habits and just and, and a just establish and achieve that winning home record. Um, I, I think it meant a lot to a lot of players. Um, and honestly, as as this, I fielded several disappointed fans at this decision. I talked to a lot of them. And I can't say I disagree with them, obviously, especially with how late this decision came down, with this, with that this announcement came down. Um, but I, I am sure some of the players were disappointed too, because they've really delivered for the home crowd and and, and really shown the Amway Center 
uh, what is in store with this group. That, of course, did not mean the Magic did not have a chance to win. That, of course, did not mean that the Magic could not win on Thursday night. But we got, I think, what we all expected. I think we got a game that was pretty predictable. Someone was going to score. Someone was going to dominate. Someone was going to have a big game. And with two teams not playing their starters and really playing their deep bench guys, not even playing their regular bench guys, it was definitely a... a, Someone was going to step up and take this game. The Magic could have won this game by 23 and led by 30 just as easily as Cleveland ultimately did. And through the first quarter of the game, it really looked like the Magic were going to do that. They had 11 assists. They moved the ball well. Jalen Suggs at 14 points. They were all over the place. They were they were turning the ball over a lot, sure, but that's to be expected with so many new lineups. Uh, but they were executing exceptionally well and defending at a decent level, too. Only when they broke the lineup did Cleveland seem to get some 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 uh, uh, strength and, and 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 some rhythm to get back into the game. Then the second quarter happened, and there's a lot of turnovers, poor defense, a lot of bad shot making, a lot of bad shot taking. I, I would put it this way: Orlando made 16 field goals in the first quarter. They made 17 the rest of the game. They shot 28 percent the rest of the game. You could guess what the result would be because this team just wasn't as tied together or as efficient defensively. They were giving up turnovers. They are giving up fast breaks. It, it, it was bad. And, you know, it's not a question of effort. The guys played hard. It was a question of precision and execution, and that's a big ask to make, even with Cleveland where they were, for a team that wasn't, you know, that wasn't together, that has never really played together before. Um, that part, that part of the story is just tough. It's difficult. Um, and, you know, I, I, I believe this too, like, there's just very little to learn from a game like this. The only thing to learn from it is that this is the baseline for the next two games, where you hope that the Magic are better than they were on Thursday night. Because again, effort wasn't embarrassing. It was just a team that's together, a team that's focused on an, on a singular goal, doing their thing, making some shots for confidence, going up against a team that doesn't have anything to play for and is trying to get guys' experience. As Jamal Mosley put it before the game, now that the Magic are eliminated from the postseason— the Magic at least publicly are saying that they decided to do things this way. They decided to play their deep bench guys to give them that chance, to give them that opportunity, to give minutes to guys who haven't been able to get minutes consistently. And, you know, that's that's admirable. I was a bench warmer. I would have loved opportunities like this. Um, and I'm happy for it. Um, and I'm happy to see Bull Bull get some minutes and Chuma Okeke get some minutes and Jay Scrub get, and especially Jay Scrub and Kevon Harris get some minutes. I'm happy to see those guys get minutes. But philosophically, at least, I believe this is still an opportunity to learn something. This is still an opportunity to grow. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to win or lose. That's not necessarily the important part, but doing things the right way. And again, you get 82 of these games. We've learned a lot about these players. It's not the end of the world that they're sitting, but 
I, I feel like you could still get something out of these games. And, and, and I don't like seeing the team pass on that. Um, that's just me. That's how I feel philosophically. Yes, everyone has little injuries, and I'm okay with sitting guys for injuries, but this felt uh, this felt a bit excessive to me. Um, to at least have a puncher's chance. And go look, the Magic took themselves out of the game too. It, it, this wasn't this wasn't solely about the Magic not playing their starters. And, you know, I, I, I've abandoned talking about the game at this point. The Magic turned the ball over a ton. They couldn't hit shots. The Cavs did. That's your game. And both benches played, so no one has that excuse. But it just—it was just the game was so ragged, the game was so disorganized that it was hard to learn anything. It's hard to say like, okay, this is what Bol Bol looks like in this lineup, or this is what Caleb Houston would look like in this lineup, or Kevon Harris added to this group. It was none of that. Even Jalen Suggs. The only thing we really learned is how Jalen Suggs would try to take over a game and dominate a game. And, you know, he said after the game, the first quarter, everything really flowed well. In the third quarter, he tried to force things just like everyone else, and and he's got to get better at that. So that's about the only thing I learned about today. And so you got 82 of these games. You got 82 opportunities to get better and to improve. And to me, what the Magic did sure felt like they didn't take advantage of Game 79. Or Game, yes, Game Game 80. I get it. Game 80. In the end, though, like, look, none of this is going to matter. The Magic are now tied for sixth in the lottery standings with Indiana and Washington. That's probably where they're going to stay. Um, maybe they win one more game and fall out, and then you can yell at them for that later. But we all know what this is. Like, let's not be stupid. We all know what this is. The Magic work to preserve their lottery odds. They're giving guys opportunities, and that's great. But this is, this was the intended result. This was the intended effect of all this. And we're probably staring down two more losses to end the season. Um, you know, because Brooklyn will have something to play for, and Miami will probably have something to play for, too, on that final game. We're going to go through the final box score, talk a little bit about you, the fans, coming up here. In, or coming of the year, the season at the Amway Center. We're going to get to that coming up here in a moment. But first, it's time for Nissan's most electric player of the week. It's brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Our player of the week is going to be Markel Fultz. Uh, I'd like it to be Markel Fultz. But I'm actually naming you the people. The fans, Orlando Magic fans, you are my Nissan Aria Player of the Week because on Sunday night, WrestleMania Sunday, y'all brought the noise. Y'all brought the energy all season. You've been bringing it all season long. But against Detroit Pistons, you brought the fourth highest attended Magic game in Magic history, in Amway Center history. That's impressive. Against the worst team in the league on a Sunday when the Magic are essentially out of the playoffs, Y'all showed up. And then Tuesday night, what did you do? You did it again. Showing up for what was, I believe, the fifth highest attended attended game in Amway Center history. Four of the five most attended Magic home games in franchise history have happened this season. That's a credit to you all. That's a credit for you for bringing that energy, that electricity, that that power, all of it. And the fan and the team certainly appreciates 
appreciates it too. As Jamal Mosley said before Thursday's game, they talk about the energy the fans bring. They talk about how the fans have been invested with this team from the very beginning. And you all deserve your credit. I'm not just sucking up to you so you can hit that subscribe button and listen to Locked on Magic. I truly mean it. Magic fans were freaking awesome this year. And that's why you guys, the Magic fans, are the are Nissan Most Electric Player of the Week. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for the people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. talk a little bit more about the Magic's home season and, and what it meant. We'll get to that coming up in a minute. But first, let's go through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic fall to the Cleveland Cavaliers 118-94. to Honestly, the score says it all. Um, this was not a strong game from Magic by any stretch. Um, there were good moments. There were some good things. But like I said, y- you're not learning anything from this game. Um, there just there just wasn't much to pick up. Orlando scores 42 points in the first quarter. They had 16 of their 33 made field goals. They had 11 of their 21 assists. Jalen Suggs scores 14 of his 22 points, hits four of his five three-pointers. In that quarter, the Magic would go on to score 31 points in the second and third quarters combined, as well as 21 points in the fourth quarter. They just could not sustain the scoring, and Cleveland just shot the ball really well. 18 for 38 from deep. 52.3% from the floor overall. Danny Green had five threes, five for nine from deep. Chetty Osman had four threes, four for six from deep. The Magic were just kind of kind of trapped. They couldn't get out to the corners. Um, they did good job with deflections. They good, did good job with steals. They forced 17 turnovers, but too many mistakes on Orlando's end. They shoot 39.8% from the floor. Like I said, they were 28% after the first quarter. Only 13 for 39 from three, 15 for 19 from the line. 22 turnovers for 26 Cleveland points. Those numbers just tell you the whole story. They really do. I I can't paint a better picture than that. The Magic could not get good shots. They turned the ball over. They didn't value possessions. Um, And they just didn't have a guy step up. Like, you look at Cleveland. Chetty Osman had 19. Danny Green had 21. Mamadi Diakite had 13. Isaiah Mobley had 18. They had guys who stepped up. And Orlando was just missing that maybe one or two extra guys to have a big game, to have a have a big moment and really show out. Jalen Suggs carried a lot of weight on his own, and you could feel it, especially in that second half. He scored 22 points on 7 for 15 shooting, 5 for 9 from deep. He had a great three-point shooting game. You know, 5 for 9 doesn't feel like it's great and certainly suggests that he wasn't attacking the basket as much as he maybe should have, but he was hitting that shot, and, and he hit four of his first five uh, in the first in the first quarter, really led and powered that Magic team to their big lead, to their to their big first quarter, to, to, the, to the big moment that they had early in the game. He brought the energy, and look, Jalen was trying. 
Um, I think he fell into the trap as much as anyone of trying to do too much on his own. Um, he only had two turnovers, so he certainly wasn't the worst in that category. But he, the, this Magic team really got stuck trying to do a lot. You know, Bull Bull does that, 18 points, 6 for 15 shooting, 8 rebounds. He had four turnovers. Jay Scrub did that a little bit, 11 points on 4 for 6 shooting. He had some nice plays. I, it, Scrub is a scorer. I, I, I thought he played really well in his first extended run. He played 27 and a half minutes. Eager to see him play the rest of this rest of the season. The Magic do have him on a two-way contract for next year as well, signing him to a two-year deal. Um, Kevon Harris had eight points but three turnovers. Admiral Schofield at seven points but three turnovers. You're kind of seeing the hints here. Um, Mo Wagner had nine points, three turnovers. They really needed Mo Wagner to have a better game. Mo Wagner just three for 11 from the floor. If he's shooting 500, I, I think this game's a little bit different. They have a better inside presence. You know, they trust Mo Wagner to be a little bit of a better score, and in this game, they really needed him to kind of step up to give themselves a, a, a good interior presence, and, and that just didn't didn't come. Made just made a lot of mistakes, made a lot of made a lot of bad foul, bad uh, you know, kind of bad plays that hurt this team. Um, it, again, the Magic just needed someone to step up and do just more than they're accustomed to. If, if we have all these stat lines minus the turnovers, and you have Paolo Bancaro in the game and Franz Wagner in the game, and, and you know what they can do. They're fine. Um, you know, I think I think Jamal Mosley said after the game, he was asked, like, the feeling this year compared to last— or Jalen Suggs was asked this, uh, the feeling this year compared to last year at the season ended. And Jalen said, you know, we're no longer a rebuilding team. Now we're trying to figure out how to be consistent, how to be good every single night. We have the pieces. We just have to be good every single night. And, and this is a great example of that. It doesn't matter who's in. You got to be consistent. You got to have that level of consistency, and, and and that's really what was missing in this game. Um, look again, the numbers are pretty simple. I, you know, I can go through the paint numbers too if you'd like. I know that's one of my indicators. Magic got outscored forty six to thirty eight in the paint. They got out, the they got outscored fourteen to ten in fast break points. You know, Orlando wasn't able to convert the mistakes that Cleveland made in the same way that Cleveland converted the mistakes Orlando made. And look. Orlando just couldn't find easy shots. Um, they just couldn't find easy baskets and easy opportunities for them to uh, to, to score and, and to kind of break the spell that they were under uh, through the middle quarters. Um, it it was a rough game. It was a really ragged game. Both teams looked like they were playing groups that hadn't played together that that weren't completely organized. Um, and that's fine. That's that's excusable. That's allowable. But the Magic just did not have anyone step up to the plate and make the plays and make the shots that they needed. Um, if we're looking for improvement still, this is the first game with this group. Hopefully we see them play a lot better on Friday because, again, there, there, just, there just isn't much to say about this game. The Magic just were not good. And that's why I want to move on. And that's why I want to talk about the home season as a whole and what the Magic were here in just a minute. But first, a quick word from our friends at FanDuel. There's the beautiful banner. The NBA playoffs are almost here. This Sunday is the end of the regular season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. There's so many great player props, player points, rebounds, assists, etc., and so many more exclusive bets like the 2 by 3 Two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at big, a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com 
slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. I personally, I share your disappointment that this is how the season ends for the Orlando Magic at the Amway Center. I share your disappointment that this is our lasting image of the team. Um, They have made some incredible strides. They've had an incredible season. And it sucks that this is how it ends. That this is how we have to go into the offseason thinking about this team. Not with the team going out on its shield or going down swinging like they did Tuesday night. But essentially packing it in and, and you know, waiting to fight another day. Um, you know, I had friends who were at their first Magic game of the year talking to them. I warned them like, hey, Cleveland's not playing anybody. And then when, they got, when I got the call from the, about the Magic, having sitting their guys out, I was like, the Magic are sitting everybody too. This is, this is gonna, it's going to be fun. There are going to be some fun moments, but it's going to be ugly. And boy, was it. It, it, it was not good. Because frankly, like, that isn't who this team wants at the Amway Center. Every young team wants to establish their home court as a citadel. That is where they're going to get their wins. That is where they're going to be tough to play. That's going to be the difference between them making the playoffs and not. Um, the road games are something you still got to figure out, but at home you have all the comforts. You have the beautiful Advent Health Training Center. You have everything you need to win. And the Magic, of course... Started off the year slow. They had a home-heavy early part of the schedule when they were very injured and just not able to compete. But they've turned the Amway Center into that house. Like I said in my ad read earlier, Magic fans showed up from day one, from the first game against against Boston. Magic fans showed up, and the Magic showed them in those early games against Boston, against Sacramento, against Phoenix, against Dallas. They showed them in those early games that, hey, stick with us. We're going to be something. Paolo Bancaro showed us early on that it's okay to believe and okay to see what this team is going to become. That's exciting. That's great. And Magic fans really bought in to the point where they were silencing some of the opposing crowds that do invade the Amway Center and may always invade the Amway Center um, because of the transient nature of living in Orlando. Magic fans showed up all year. They believed. And this team 
until Thursday night at least, rewarded them for their belief. Rewarded them with big wins over the Golden State Warriors, over the Boston Celtics, over the Dallas Mavericks the night before a hurricane hit the area, over the Phoenix Suns, an undermanned Phoenix Suns team, but the Phoenix Suns, over the Denver Nuggets, over the Oklahoma City Thunder. This Magic team delivered big wins and big moments, a 50-point quarter against the Atlanta Hawks, time and time again. They kept giving us a reason to come back, to sit in the Amway Center for 41 home games and cheer for the home team. This is the ground floor. We knew it wasn't going to be perfect. We knew there was going to be heartbreak, like the loss of the Miami Heat or the loss, the overtime loss of the Sacramento Kings, the, the loss of the Utah Jazz. We knew there was going to be heartbreak. But we know if we stick with this team, they're going to reward us for doing so. And they feed off the energy just as much as the fans feed off the potential this team has. That's what we learned in the 41 games at the Amway Center this year. That's what we saw play out time and time and time again. That this team can and will reward us for our faith and our belief. That part's exciting. That part's fun. That part is thrilling. Because because the Magic are just starting here. And they know next year they've got to turn the Amway Center into a fortress. If you're coming to the Amway Center, you're not only going to go through hell, you're going to get beat. That's what it's got to become if the Magic are going to reach the places they want to go. And they've got to keep the character, the hardworking character, the fun-loving character that made Magic fans fall in love with this group so much. This was an absolutely fun season. Obviously, there's two more games to go. We're going to give those games their due respect. But the home schedule's over. Magic fans will not see their Orlando Magic play on the floor at the Amway Center until next October. It's a long time from now. Six months waiting for the Magic to return. And when they return, they're going to be ready to protect the kingdom, uh, protect the kingdom on the rise, as the Magic would put it. But they're going to be ready to do something very, very, very special. And this season... This season was just a taste of that. A taste Magic fans couldn't get enough of. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himboy, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast and able to listen to advice. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, to check out Locked On Game to Game. That's Locked On Game to Game. All the scores, all the analysis, everything you need to know from the local experts who know their team best. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Thank you, as always, for bringing the energy to the Amway Center, bringing the energy to the Magic wherever you may be watching or listening. Magic fans are the greatest fans in the world. Absolutely love you guys. Um, It's been a a great season. I hope you've enjoyed 
my, hope you enjoyed my coverage or whatever coverage you've been watching and listening to uh, of this team. There's a lot of great ma- there's a lot of great Magic content out there. It's a great time to be a Magic fan. And yeah, we got two more games left. We're going to give them their due. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the Nets game. There's probably not going to be a whole lot to say about it. Um, but I want to take this time to thank all of you for the support, for the love, for for being Magic fans, for being the best fans uh, in the NBA. Uh, I, I'm legally required to say that. I don't know if it's... I, I love Magic fans. Um, so I love being part of this, this extended Magic family. Thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the Magic's game against the Brooklyn Nets. Until then... For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, it's been Philip Ross from Michael. We'll see you next time. Another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.